episode number 64, Camaro Z28 minus wing. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. Hey, what's going on, buddy? I'm back in the studio, South Studio. How was your trip back to uh, Nashville? Oh, you know, it was it was pretty cool. Um, it's it's nice being back here, but it was kind of cool just to be in Michigan, hang out, see the friends and family, have a few drinks uh, with uh, our friend Tom yep. uh, and uh, Steve from Full Throttle Speed, and gosh, it was just a good good time just to be back at the old home. Heck yeah! So, how long is the drive? Like, yeah. I'm sure you had a little bit of traffic because you were on the weekend, but what, mm. give or take an hour, like eight hours, nine hours? About eight hours if you just kind of cruise along and don't stop for n- no reason. Um, not bad. Can not you, bad at all. Can you do it on one tank? In my wife's Buick Encore, um, almost. Okay. Um, I don't know how many miles it is, 500? It's, it's, it's about 500 miles. Oh, okay. So not bad. Easy, easy drive when it comes down to it. You get kind of hung up in Cincinnati and a little bit in Louisville. That's how they say it down here. Okay. Louisville. And uh, other than that, it's it's pretty sim- pretty basic. Cool. Cool stuff. I, I miss being home, but I like being here in Tennessee. Yeah. So, not that anybody really knows the difference other than we're not doing Periscope this time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Some, and it was cool some... hanging out at the, at the Coonan's Brewery, the new one there in Clinton Town. Yeah, cool. I still haven't been there yet. Yep. Cool place. Cool place. They need to crank up the air conditioning, though. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, let's get into the show. Let's talk about some Camaro stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, this uh, alleged, we have to say alleged. Yep, absolutely. Camaro Z28 um, was brought to us as an exclusive from our friends at Camaro News. They were the first to uh, procure those images. Absolutely, yeah. And it doesn't have that wing that, 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 that's been on this prototype. The same prototype, I believe, based on some of the things I'm looking at mm-hmm. as before. Yeah. We saw a lot of these types of pictures of this car, which we're going to be calling the alleged Z28, um, at the ring at, uh, I'm guessing, roads here in Michigan. But, yeah, this one, uh, these pictures are minus the wing. I wonder why. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of... Uh, Theories, I should say. I've seen people post online. One is that they're going to have two different versions of the Z28. One will be the Z28, and then the next will be the Z28R. That would be cool. So, or... Perhaps a civilian version of the Z28. Right. Or it'll be a removable wing that you can attach when you want to go racing and take it off when you don't. I don't know if there's any pieces... On a car, I, I'm trying to think of like like street cars that are like full on race cars that you no. can remove pieces and put it on. I I can't see GM validating something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like not to mention going really around don't. 150 miles an hour on a track and freaking wing flies off or something. I don't know. <laughs> True. Well, then again, at the same time, a T top on a fourth gen could 
and fly off. And they have <laughs> multiple times. That's right. That's right. Um, unless they are going to do the whole Z28 and Z28R thing, I can't see them saying, let's build a Z28 for non-race activity. Yeah. You know, um, maybe, maybe, maybe autocross. Yeah. And I've seen a couple Z28s there at the Optima Street uh, Challenge or whatever the heck it is they call it. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Um, I did see a, Z, uh, a, a fifth gen Z28 there with they bolted a roll cage inside it and everything. It was pretty cool. Cool. Kind of yeah, like like they they bought it and they raced it. It was it was all right. But anyway, back to this whole sixth gen prototype alleged Z28 thing. Yeah. Who knows if this is even an, an alleged Z28? Maybe oh. they're out testing a ZL1. Well, it's got a different front end than the ZL1. Does it? Yeah. Um, let me make sure. Well, I'm pretty sure it does. I mean, it's got that big old grill, and it's got the huge... Well, maybe it does. Let's see here. So if you look... Yeah. Okay. So if you look at pictures of the ZL1, and then you look at this um, alleged Z28, there are these huge, huge air ducts yeah. that are... that. Either they don't have the LED running lights or they're just covered up by the camouflage. But there's also these, and I forgot what they're called, but like these little wings in front of the, like the, re- the front tires that wrap around to the front grill under those air ducts yeah. for aerodynamics. And the ZL1 does not have yeah. that. Yep. So if this is not a Z28, I don't know what the heck it would be. Maybe they're testing aero packages. I don't know. <laughs> could, could, could be. Yep. But again, the front end is still definitely different than the SS and the ZL1. Yep, and it's got, uh, it looks like the blade spoiler on it because it doesn't have like the SS type wing, which I really don't like. And the ZL1 wing is similar to the SS, except it bows out a little bit more. Right. Uh, f- for obvious reasons. Hmm. I don't know. Not to mention the wheels are dramatically different. Those brakes. Yeah. Good grief. Those things are like the size of like super huge pizzas. I know. So yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't f- are those carbon? Oh, I can't tell. One of those carbon ceramic brakes. Because I know the ZL1 will not have that. Yeah. Um. I, if I was a betting man, which I am, you know, considering I go to Vegas a couple times a year and come home unhappy um i would put my money on the fact that on on the idea that this is yes a z28 testing that i'll i'll start i'll come out by saying this do i know it to be a fact absolutely not do i think it is you bet i do okay next question is if i'm right if you know and i think everybody kind of thinks yeah it's probably z28 what's under that hood yeah what's under that hood i mean the last one had an ls7 do they even still make the ls7 i guess they could but just or they car. could make a variant of it and call it the LS9. Or LS10 or something crazy. Something like that. Don't forget, they built a special transmission just for the ZL1. <sighs> yep, they sure so did. That whole idea of borrowing from the parts bin from other cars is kind of starting to go out the window. Ah, boy, I don't know. Time will tell, but I think it's going to get kind of cool. Well, we got twenty the year a model year 2017, which is currently in production. Which uh, they're promising us by the I think th- end of the end of this current year, we're gonna start uh, seeing ZL1 and 1LEs, and pricing should be announced uh, by the end of the summer, I think. 
is what I've been told. So maybe this is a model year 2018 car. It could be. I don't could know. be. I don't know. Stay it tuned. I, I'm, I'm expecting the videos will be out soon because <laughs> normally the pictures are out and then like a day or two later, the videos come out and then you get to actually see it driving. Same thing happened when uh, when they had those pictures on the Nürburgring and then the video came out and showed it crashing on the Nürburgring. <laughs> yeah, which they don't like to talk too much about. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and I can't, I can't, I can't blame them. Um, all right. Well, time will tell, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Not that I'll be able to afford one. Um, it's always exciting for. It is. Definitely is. Team Camaro. Speaking of rare and or expensive Camaros, there's a um, <laughs> a Copo Camaro on the Hot Rod Power Tour. Mm-hmm. And it's the first legally licensed Copo Camaro. Now we've I've said all this time, you know, I know we can't we, be licensed. Didn't we've we've talked about this before, haven't we? Oh. Getting a Copo and trying to figure out a way to license it. Well, somebody did. Did manage to do it, but it wasn't a real, like, Copa. Well, maybe it was the same thing, but this is uh, the first legally licensed Copo Camaro. Yep. And how the guy did it is, um, there, uh, there, I'll read the article because mm-hmm. it's really how I would say it, too. There's two types of Copo Camaros manufactured. The standard Copo comes as a complete car with the engine transmission. Right. Buy it. It's a race car. You drive it. But it doesn't have things like the insula- insulation, audio, air conditioning, you know, it has a, a drag race suspension instead of a standard heavier street suspension. The other one is called the certified race chassis. It's complete car, body in white, without an engine or transmission. Right. So what this dude did, he lives in Louisiana. The way the vehicle licensing laws in Louisiana work, that cars that are constructed, that are home built, are eligible to be licensed. So, so he basically got a body in white. Yep. And then turned it into a, a, a Copo Camaro. A home built car okay so he added the horn and turn signals and air conditioning and door locks so right because the car doesn't have a key right no right so yeah if he didn't have door locks and he he drove this thing somewhere someone could just get in there and just drive it away was there like a push button or because there's no key i don't think probably it's probably just like a regular race car where you flip the little toggle you hold the 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 monetary toggle switch just to fire it up Oh, yeah, here, here it says, it says, things like a horn, turn signals, and other mandatory items were installed, along with vintage air conditioning and door locks. Why door locks? Because anybody can go poke the go button and drive (laughs) off with a six-figure Copo since the doors have no locks. (laughs) So so then he bought an 807 horsepower LS7 from Edelbrock with transmission, (laughs) which is the same on a TH400, which is the same in that a Copo's are delivered with good first on day five he's made it as far as wichita kansas and logged over a thousand miles averaging 20 miles a gallon man go him that's great oh yeah if you look at the photo gallery this comes uh, to us via hot rod um there's a picture of the interior and you can see the dash with the start button which is just a toggle switch and you can see the column where the uh key would like the 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 little cow where the key would be there's just a blank space there there's nothing there okay i'm gonna look at the pictures right now i see the the kick-ass engine they show what appears to be a vin that guy's got some stones man yep 
Well, actually, that's 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 not a VIN. That's the um, the uh, certified race chassis number. Oh, the okay. Number nine of 2014 uh, of the year model year 2014. So yeah, yeah right. So the dash has all, like, all those little little toggle switches. Yep, that's for fuel, um, fan, lights, and then the red the big red button is start. <laughs> Pretty damn cool. Twenty miles to a gallon too. Not God. bad. You know, before the show, everybody we were talking about when Chris and I had our Trailblazer SS because we still miss them. Yes. And I remember, if I was really delicate, I could get sixteen miles per gallon with it on the highway. Like yeah, if I was, I, I think just, I averaged like eleven and a half to twelve. <laughs> And here's this guy with an 800 horsepower Copo Camaro getting 20 miles to the gallon. Oh my god! Of course, it probably weighs half of what a Trailblazer SS did, you know. But yeah, no kidding. Cool wow. ass car. Good for this guy. What's his name here? Uh, I'm looking for it. Andre Miller, uh, Pine uh, Petrieville, Louisiana. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Um. It's kind of a slow news week. You know, Very we slow. Things. We do have a voicemail you were telling me, right, Chris? We do. I think we have one voicemail here. I'm going to go ahead and play it. Sweet. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, guys? This is AJ, the resident Mustang guy calling in. And I uh, just wanted to uh, throw an idea out there um, about, uh, you know, we got the Copo, which is the uh, drag-only uh, race version of uh, the Camaro. But I was thinking, uh, the Coco cars was, you know, 69 ZL1s were race cars, but, you know, they were street cars. They were barely street legal, but they were street cars. And do you think that Chevrolet would ever come out with uh, something similar, maybe a street Coco, basically a sleeper package? You know, uh, of course, owners, individual owners can debate the car and, do whatever they want to, but a factory sleeper car, I feel, would be awesome. Like a car with no badges on it or, you know, just a subtle Camaro badges, a regular hood, you know, just a a subtle, simple car, but under the hood, you know, we'll have the LT1 or maybe even some kind of upgraded uh, engine with the uh, upgraded LT1 engine package, something like that. So I was just wondering what you guys think and uh, what the community would think about, you know, kind of a a sleeper version of a Camaro from the fact. And, you know, a sleeper version, a sleeper stripper version would probably be a, uh, a more viable and cheaper option for people trying to get into um, a 6-gen, you know. Uh, you know, just a basic car, cloth seats, maybe even no rear seat. You know, almost, almost like a Z28 slash Cobo, but for the street. So just wanted to see what you guys think and what the uh, the community thinks. Uh, that's all I want to talk about, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks for calling in, AJ. Okay, so let me let me get this straight. I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. So he wants to know if we think Chevrolet will come out with a sleeper version of the Camaro. So basically another special edition type car that... um. I, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I a sleeper edition. 
Um, well, he's saying Copo, but I, I don't think he was talking about the Copo Camaro no, like what we were just no. talking about, like a Copo type of ordering thing where you could order a sleeper version. You know, you could probably build your own uh, probably a lot cheaper than, than it would cost if Chevrolet were to do something like that. Buy yourself a 1SS and put the V6 wheels, steely wheels on it and then put a whole shit ton of nitrous on it or a blower or a turbo or something like that and just debadge it and tint the windows and leave it plain Jane and that'd be one hell of an awesome sleeper, I think. Yeah, yeah, you can debadge it yourself and black out the windows or whatever. I've already, I've been reading lots of um, 6 Gen Camaros are hitting the 11s, bone stock. Mm-hmm. You could even go so far as to take the uh, LT front clip and put it on an SS to really make it look like it's just a bargain basement <laughs> V6 Camaro. Yeah, and then and then go and you know put, do heads and cam and blower and and just keep it quiet and you know put a converter in it and uh, yeah and, and a sticky tire on those steely. Re- oh man, that would that would be really cool actually. Yeah, that would that would destroy people. That would blow people's minds as you blow them away. <laughs> <laughs> do I think they're gonna do it? No, I I don't. I think they're they're special editions right now. If you're you're gonna count out one LE and ZL one Z twenty eight, are basically wheel and sticker packages. Mm-hmm. Because that's what people will buy. There's yeah. not that many that's gonna want a sleeper look. No, right. Nobody buys a Camaro to be subtle. Exactly. Well, very very few. <laughs> Some people. Interesting yeah. idea. It um, was. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I just, I just personally can't see it happening myself. But, uh, but what does the, what do the rest of you think? Yeah, well, see, onto something. Yeah, we know that Chevrolet listens. Uh, so, um, I still don't think it'll ever happen. But it sure no. would be cool to talk about. So yeah. get your voicemails in, and uh, you can call us and let us know how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, we got a big event that's that's coming up here. Probably, I'm going to say, maybe even the biggest Camaro event of the year. Uh, and it's going to be taking place right here in Michigan. Ypsilanti, Michigan, and it's called Camaro Superfest. We talk about this every single year. Uh, this year is the 25th anniversary. So they're going to step up their game a little bit, and um, they're going to add in a factory tour tour of the Lansing Grand River Assembly Plant um, that is sold out. So if, even if you can come to the event, you can't do that right now. Um, what you can do is on, so next week, Thursday is when everything starts. Thursday is the plant tour i can't remember it's thursday or friday one of the days there's there's an mis drive uh, where you get to take your camaro out on uh, michigan uh, international speedway uh, do a couple laps get your car taken by the finish line um cool cool outing there and then uh i I can't remember i the days are swapped either it's that's on thursday or that's on friday and then uh, one of the days uh, there's going to be a uh, tour of where they're building the new Camaros at the Lansing Grand River Assembly Plant. So you get to watch them come down the assembly line and, and be put together. And that's a really cool thing. Um, can't wait to see that. Uh, did the whole homecoming thing in Oshawa and got to see 
the the way that whole factory ran and was able to interact with the employees and it was one heck of a tour. One caveat about this one is there's no photography allowed, no video allowed. Kind of a bummer, but hey, we're at least we're getting into the factory to see this uh see this get done. And then yeah. uh then the show the runs Saturday and Sunday, which is basically your your standard run of the mill show and shine events, um, at a venue called Riverside Park. And um, I think Saturday night they're going to do like a banquet, dinner, stuff like that, and um, it should be really cool. I can't wait. Okay, can't wait. Is that you? For some reason, whatever I was talking activated Siri. <laughs> it started cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, uh, we you know, what's cool about Superfest is it's the longest running all Camaro show I think in the planet now or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. At something least that's like that. that's what they say. There it's, maybe there's yeah. another show in Podunk, North Dakota or something that maybe is longer. I don't know, but. We're just going by their promo material. <laughs> well, it's pretty big. They usually have, God, at one point they had a close to how many hundreds of cars? I think at the heyday at Domino's Farms, there was close to 500. I think so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that is Camaro after Camaro after Camaro. You name it, it's there. There's, there's always some cool stuff. It's always a cool event, a very family-friendly and just overall friendly in general event. Um the parties at the hotel afterward are, yes. are more fun, especially if um, Pete Bassica is firing off fireworks at the hotel parking lot <laughs> like that one year. That was always, that's always good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, head, together. head over to uh, CamaroSuperfest.com yep. and then head over to the show itself. It is July 4th weekend. It's going to be a really good time. Chris, they're supposed to have some all sorts of cool stuff there. Uh, yeah, Chevrolet's so. going to be bringing out some toys, too. Uh, they're going to be showing, which has never been shown in public, the new sixth generation Camaro One LE, that's going to be on display, and uh, the new sixth generation uh, ZL1 Camaro, uh, for people who haven't seen that, and uh, they're going to bring out some 50th anniversary cars. Can't wait to see that. Man. And then they're supposed to be giving away some goodies, and I wonder if uh, we'll be able to see Al and maybe Todd and Cheryl at the event. That'll be uh, that'll be really cool. Yeah, you maybe pick their brain and. You know, uh, find out what the hell they're doing over there in, in Milford without that spoiler on whatever car that is. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's missing it... something. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you know if you were going to like forget to put the spoiler on? I mean, that would be something they would do. I mean, Al pointed something out to me on one of the cars or was it Cheryl? When I was at um the media event in uh, Nevada. And they wrote something on the car, or they had something on the car in particular to see if someone would pick it out when oh, the yeah? car was was housing. And yes, that people did, and it like meant like nothing. It was like nonsense, and they're just like, "Watch, people are going to think this is some secret code." That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're messing, they're messing with, with us. People. Yes, they like to mess with us, and I would do the same thing. Yes. <laughs> so maybe maybe that's what they're doing. They're taking the damn spoiler off to mess with us. They're like, watch, we're gonna sh- this this car's out testing. Watch, everybody's gonna start saying, "What happened to the spoiler?" <laughs> well, it does seem to work. It does get us talking. Yeah, too funny. Gosh. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about 
car shows in general. Um, I when when I got my first Camaro, I had no intention or idea about going to car shows other than like you know like the World of Wheels Custom Auto Show, like you know kind of like Autorama that would come around when I was a kid. I go see that, but I didn't think that um, my car was custom enough to be in a show. Uh-huh. And uh, then, uh, gosh, I think it was, was it Damon Ransom. <laughs> I remember Damon. Yeah, um, he says, you know, there's a show called Camaro Superfest, and you know, you should show up. And I'm like, okay. So I drove down there, and you know, I just jumped in my Camaro and drove down there, and I get there, and like, I'm like, wow, there's just normal cars here. It doesn't have to be something outlandish to be in a car show. So I'm, I called my girlfriend, and I had said, can you grab my car detailing kit and, and bring it down here? And so I uh, detailed it, and first car show, I got fourth place, which is was it third or fourth? I don't remember. It was '96. It was in my '96 SS, and there were only. I bet you, I know who got uh, first place. Was Ooh. it a, was it an F1 Camaro? No, <laughs> no. Well, well, no. I got I got fourth, or maybe it was second in the SS category, something like that. Um, but it was really cool, and I've been a very enthusiastic about going to car shows ever since. So my my, what I'm saying here is that if you've got a car that you enjoy and you enjoy a good day of hanging out with other car people. And maybe taking a day off just to just to detail the car and get it back to new shape. By all means, find your local car show. And heck, they're all over the country at bowling alleys on weekends and at Sonic drive-ins. And they're not church hard to parking find. lots. And yeah, don't be, don't be afraid to get out there and, and and do it. Have some fun. I've met Chris. You and I. We've met so many friends at right. car shows. And I, and I have to tell you that the older I get, the 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 less I want to make my car look better at car shows, but I want to be there to see my friends. That's yeah. I'm I'm done with the days where I sit there and I detail my car the whole day and ignore everybody who's there just to try and win fifth prize because I know I'll never get <laughs> first. Um I'm yeah. done I'm done with that. I'm done. I'll I'll wash it. It'll look good. I'm gonna park it. Uh, I'm done with showing my car. I'm I'm done with that. I'm, I got no more use for you. I, I'm done with you. Yeah. Done with you. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I personally, I still enjoy detailing a car. I, I love doing it. I don't know why. Maybe it's just, you know, seeing it to completion. Couldn't tell you. So, but definitely get out there and attend a car show and then participate in a car show. Sometimes they're just, they're free. Sometimes they cost a few bucks, but then you get a cool goodie bag full of stickers and samples and crap like that. They end up throwing away at the end of the day. You might you might enjoy it and you might walk away with the award. What'd you say? <laughs> that you usually end up dumping into a waste basin, <laughs> a waste can at the uh, end of the day. Some of the stuff like yeah, I don't care about. I don't I don't have a use for vintage air air conditioning because my car already has air conditioning. Yeah, that does appeal to the you know first gen guys or whatever that don't have air. So there's another there's another side to this. Things not to do at a car show. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I will say this: burnouts, no. Yeah, burnouts. There are so many mishaps where some a hole was showing off doing a burnout and like a Mustang, the brakes let go or <laughs> something happened, and then they plow into a one of four in existence, you know, certain model year make make model year of Camaro or other car. Um, it's it's not a place to show off your performance or douchebaggery skills. It's a place to show off your car sitting still. Yep. So don't do that. A lot of them won't let you drink um, for the same reason because 
people, I think Superfest, they have a no alcohol policy. And then I was okay with that, considering the fact that I didn't want somebody to get pasty drunk in the hot summer sun. And then, hey, burnout competition, I'll start. <laughs> I did then, see, I did see one, one thing at a car show that made me cringe. And it was a little kid with like a Hot Wheels car going on cars. Oh my going God. <laughs> like driving the hot wheel car across the fender of a real car um all on the hood of the car like oh, back and God. forth back and forth back and forth <laughs> I, um i hope that was their own <laughs> their which, own car which leads me to my second point i think this is pretty damn obvious for everybody but just in case do not ever touch somebody else's car because if a car is in a car show that means they think highly of their car much more highly than most normal people <laughs> and i was never a fan when somebody would touch my car yeah just because i'm like well there's no there's no reason for it right first of all second right. of all I don't put a fingerprint on it i just spent an hour trying to get fingerprints off it right um, one of the things you taught me was if you approach a vehicle and you and you go to lean in to look at something, make sure you hold if you're wearing any jewelry or a jacket, zippers, anything that can hang and like hit the car. Make sure you hold that tight to your body. Even buttons or yep. or keys in your pocket. Um, right. If you, if you're if you're with if you carry a purse or a uh, European man satchel or whatever it is. <laughs> You know, make sure that that you don't, you know, sandwich that between you and the and the fender of the car that you're trying to get a closer look at. True. People want you to look at their car. That's right. what it's there for. Yep. They just don't want you touching it. And you know, usual thing. Sometimes, they, you know, can I sit in your car? Sometimes they'll let you. Yep. Just be delicate. Don't yep. slide in. Place yourself in. And they Stuff can like they can also have one of those dolls leaning against the car, like like so, and you just want to. No, the the little little looks like a crying child stuffed figure that's leaning up against the hood yeah what those are for is for punting yeah, for, they have, for they, punt. they have, they have football it. kick uh competitions to see who can kick it off a car the farthest uh, so don't ask just run up and kick it as hard as you can kick it <laughs> do that. yeah those things as are annoying as much as i want to i don't know why they would why people would do that or now now we're getting into just personal st- stuff but yeah or, or stuffed animals all over the car like if you have a yellow car, then you have to have a Tweety Bird stuffed, you know, stuffed animal. Yeah. And a license plate that says Tweety, and all sorts of non-car things, and you know, I don't get it. I don't get it. I say knock that crap off, but it's not my car, so I, you know. And sometimes the music can can get a little overbearing because we. It's the year 2016 now, and if we were listening to Jan and Dean and the Beach Boys. In the '90s, shouldn't we be listening to like '80s music now for for, for car shows? You know, you, yeah, you, um, you kind of get sick of the '60s. I don't know; it's always the same same songs. Let's go surfing now, everybody. <laughs> you know, oh, come back from dead man's car. Keep on dance. <laughs> keep on dance. Yeah, what's that? You know, what's the one where everybody starts honking their horn? Oh, the the car that goes beep 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 song, yeah, yeah, Just, yeah. Um, yeah, so, gets old. Some some, gets some old. shows are like that, yeah. but not not all of them. <sighs> I'm I'm looking for creepy cars, creepy kids leaning up against cars Ugh. at car shows. Sure enough, dude, it's not hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it is kind of creepy when you think. Of, why would somebody want? 
a uh, uh, figure of a human that's fake crying, leaning up against a car. Why would somebody want that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a thing. It's a thing. I don't know. Just, just, I guess it's like fuzzy dice, but uh, yeah. So it's oh, gotta... oh, you know, on, on on Jalopnik, there's an article. Why do car collectors put creepy dolls on their bumpers? Oh. Life wouldn't be worth living if not for mystery, but there's one thing I can't cipher. Why do classic car owners prop life-size dolls of toddlers against their rides at car shows? Want to split a big gulp or WTF? I don't even know what that means. But known variously as crying, hide-and-seek, or timeout dolls. Okay. This phenomenon can only be found at American car shows, but usually but not exclusively around Detroit metal. The dolls are always leaning face-first against the cars and often wear outfits that match whatever they're leaning against. They've been around long enough for other car collectors to make their own versions. Yeah, so maybe the they two, maybe they don't do it anywhere else in the country but here. The only two explanations I've heard that make any sense, one is the dolls can be used to hide flaws in the car, which is interesting but sounds wrong since they're almost always on the front bumper. <laughs> yeah, true. The more plausible hypothesis, the dolls let wives of the collectors take part in their husband's hobby. If you have any a better explanation, share it below. And there's a whole bunch of pictures of them, including uh, one that's under a tire. <laughs> Of a car. Here, Chris, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna make sure that you got this so you can link it up in the show. Notes. Okay. So you people can see what the hell we're talking about. I don't know. It's I just gotta yeah. love it. Yeah, there it is. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. And then you see people imitating it. Yeah. On a monster truck. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. If anybody knows why, please call in and let us know and shut us up about it. Yeah, or let us know if you are like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, well, just, you know, look at the timeout dolls. Yeah, I don't Well, crazy. Well, clearly, we are out of topics for this week. It's yeah, been a slow clear. couple of weeks. It's been a pretty slow, but we're going to have a pretty exciting uh, show probably coming up next week uh, from Camaro Superfest. Uh Hopefully you get some interviews with some uh, GM folks and uh, should be a great time. Great time. Definitely looking forward to it. Yep. Yep. It'll be, um, it'll be really something. So uh, if you have anything you want to talk about, by all means, leave us the voicemail and give us a buzz. We're happy to talk about Camaro stuff and otherwise. Um, And uh, I guess that's it. And I guess we'll get out of here. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Camaro show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!